Ah, yeah. Oh, is that my cue? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, sorry. Professional. We got that shit locked in. This is totally not our 42nd episode or whatever. <laughs> is it really? Got a really pushing um, me up. Um, yeah, I don't remember if uh, the last one was 40 or 41. So it's at least 41. Uh, no, I think it's 40. Yeah, I think it's 41. Either way, we sound like we've been doing this forever. Right, totally we got it all got locked it all in. Out. We got the timing in, everything. <laughs> We're totally ready for oh, this game. Oh my god, what's up, Matt? How's it going, buddy? It's going good, dude. It's going good. How about you? It's all right, you know. Nice. Living, working. What you drinking on? Uh, today I have a San Diego brew. San Diego by, by Mission Brewery, brewing. Not brewery, but brewing. It's our brewery. It is, uh, I'm all holding it up to the to the video yeah, as if the audience. That's great too. radio, man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys see this? <laughs> Can you guys see this? Uh, yeah, it's a little tribute to uh, pirates. Uh, shipwrecked double IPA. That is nine point two five percent, which is weird. I don't think I've ever seen something nine point two five. I've seen things that are like 7.5. I've seen, yeah, you know, 7 point how, or 9.25. How is that different from like the 211s that you used to drink back in the day? I mean, I won't throw up in your car. <laughs> <laughs> Little ongoing joke, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Have God. you not heard this story? It rained vomit in my car. I tell that story every once in a while because it's just so fucking funny. Oh, dude, I still, I still think about it to this day. But let's there, let's there let was, the audience. In. There was that time, and then there was a time either before that or after that. I remember we were at James's house, and we we partied all night. And we crashed out, and you had a forty of two eleven, and I crashed. It's out the on same the couch. one. It's the same incident. No, it's not because. I guarantee you, it is. No, because you threw up in my car at night. And then this was in the morning. What I'm talking about was a morning incident. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Look, I, I'll explain it. I, I'll, no, no, I'll make no, it clear. It's all right. All I'm saying is uh, uh, you left that 211 Steel Reserve Malt Liquor 40 sitting out uncapped overnight. And then I woke up on the couch only to watch you wake up on the floor, turn over, find the 40, pick it up, chug it. And then put it down, turn over, and go back to sleep. <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, man. 211. Do they still make that shit? Yeah, I see it. Oh, a lot of people just refer to it as Steel Reserve, but it's it's still all over the place. And I believe it's a... Uh, until I die. It's, it's, it's like a shelf item, kind of like, um, you know, natural light or... Uh, Something bush. It, the, one of the they're literally piss, piss in cans. Not anymore. You know? Well, hold on, no, because two eleven was like that shit was like thick and strong, wasn't it? I know, but that's the thing is you pay cheap price for a very strong beer, and it's going to taste like shit. But you see, the difference is that you and I have grown, 
into a couple of gentlemen who who prefer kind of uh, a little bit uh, tastier beverages, if you will. So back in those days, I mean, think about it. We were just uh, we we're spending light money to get as fucked up as we possibly could, with all the with all the the faults that happen afterwards. You know, like the you know blackouts <laughs> stuff like that. You know. Do you remember when we went to Vegas and we had zero money to go with, and then like we we scrounged up a couple bucks and we were gonna go buy like Mad Dog Twenty Twenty and like. I don't know, just something that would get us there real fast. I think, if I remember correctly, either you or I or both of us bought some Cisco. That's what it was. And the dude yeah. in front of us, well, we were going to buy the Cisco, or, or did we? We uh, did. We bought the Cisco. And the dude in front of us had turned around and saw what we were buying, and he was like, oh. <laughs> He's like, what yeah. are you guys doing? And we were like, we're broke, man. Like, and I think we'd made a mention about like, we'd rather be spending it on something else. And he was like, oh, I got that on the car. Come on out. And then he just like gave us a handful. And it was just like. Pfft. We're talking about weed, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. I just didn't want to say that uh, very loud because my, I'm realizing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That my kids are still. Totally understandable. I'll fill in the blanks for you there, buddy. <laughs> There's no sensors on this side. <laughs> It's a good thing uh, that my yeah, family no, you know what? It was show. so funny. I, I think <laughs> back then in Vegas too, it was like a no no kind of thing. 100%. You know, marijuana is nothing but a slap in the wrist. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. like back then, it was kind of like uh, you kind of treated it almost like it was like fucking meth or cocaine or some shit. Like, hey, hey, you got some on you, and then you got the guy like, yeah, how much you want? You got. <laughs> <laughs> got some nickel nickel bag time bags <laughs> remember back oh back in the God. old days they had like nickel bags yeah. you can buy like five bucks yeah <laughs> a couple of leaves and stands that's all you get <laughs> remember uh you know how much condoms used to cost back in the day i don't know i never used them <laughs> <laughs> i knew you were going there audience if you're listening to this, you're probably like a movie. You're probably in the movies, so you probably know where that that one's from. I got you on that one. Uh, I knew, job, I knew where job. you're headed. Good job. I was I was picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> All right, I know you're on limited time because you're on a single use battery charge. So let's try to make these the most of our time here. Absolutely. Um. Real quick, tomorrow is the L.A. Punk Film Festival. Um, I'll, I forgot to send you the info, so I'll send it to you. Um, well, then, that was in the case I was going to be able to go, but it doesn't look like I'll be able to anyway. Either way, I'll send it to you, so you, just so you have it. And then yeah, there's sure. the uh, Culver City Film Festival. Cannibal Comedian will be there, so that's going to be awesome. Um, what else? There's also um, Toxic Doom is doing... They're going to be somewhere tomorrow. Fuck. And I'm doing them a disservice right now by not knowing where that's going to be. Uh, but I know that they're going to be at Art Sideshow in Montclair next weekend, I think. Or on the 15th. And I have Raymond coming out here. So I'm going to miss that. And those are their last two live events uh, for the year. And then I don't think they have anything until CreepyCon. CreepyCon 2024 is coming up. 
coming? Oh, you asking? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, well, well, what's the date? It's like the first. Uh, the no, it's the February second through the fourth. So, mm. yeah. Either way, I got my. I'll ticket. let you know. I got my ticket. I'll get back already. to you on that one. Yeah, I got my ticket already. The weekend pass was like fifty something dollars. But I do have reservations around that time frame, depending on what the dates are. So that's that's why I might have to get back to you on that one. Okay. Cool. 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 Okay, so a little bit of an update from last episode. Um, if you recall, we're doing our Sam Curtin series, right? Um, so three films. Last week, we started with film number one, Sam's first movie, Blood Hunt, out in 2017. Um, Way out there. Sorry. <laughs> I really enjoyed that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The more I've been posting about it... Um, the more I'm growing an appreciation for it. I loved it when I watched it, but like, I don't know, just going back and watching the clips and posting that stuff. And, um, it's just, it's fucking awesome. And it's cool. Cause, and then I, I tend to some screenshots that the cast members who I'm tagging on those posts are getting in on that stuff. So like Dean Kirk, right. Is the main character Dean in the, in the movie. He made a comment. He made a comment about. I read he was that. Acknowledging, <laughs> dude, I couldn't have read it at a better time. You know, you know what I was doing the time that I was reading that message. No, I was like, okay, yeah, Paul sent me a link. I was like, oh, wait, let me see what this is about. Now, mind you, and those of you that don't know, I work uh, a a midnight uh, job, uh, stemming all the way up until nine, ten p a.m. You know, so I'm I'm working. Those wee out of the morning, the mornings that most people are sleeping and stuff. So I was taking a fake break. I like to call it that because I got finished with my duties. And, okay. you know, you don't want to make yourself too readily available because they'll, you know, throw you into whatever shit jobs that there are left. So take your time with it. You know what I do? I, I went went to the break room, watched a little bit of news, and then I went to take a shit. And uh, I'm sitting on the toilet, and I was like, let me read this link. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and there you have it. I, I got to read. I got to read the, the post. And it, very good very good feedback from these people and stuff. Yeah. But goddamn, was I cracking up at Dean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Dean Kirkwright played Dean. He's the main character in the movie. Says, hey, guys. Uh, so I posted uh, the scene of him killing curly haired dude in the car so he goes hey guys thanks for the love i just listened to your episode on blood hut very funny i'm glad you enjoyed the ride yours truly the australian bootleg thomas jane aka dean and i was like dude that is fucking awesome <laughs> then on top of that i don't know if i sent you this other one um but then um ben denmead who played heath um which it took me a minute to figure out his name. Heath was the guy that you kept referring to as the Balrog. Um, mm -hmm. And he posted, Hey, keen to hear this. Love to see uh, you love to see Aussie whore getting a boost. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's awesome or whatever. And then later he, he, he comments again, quote unquote, the Balrog is the only name I'll respond to now. And I was like, 
That's so awesome. Keep it, my friend. You've earned it. You know where it actually stems from. If uh, okay, you have to be kind of a a Dungeons and Dragons kind of person to really understand. But the actual legend of the Balrog is a giant wicked beast. And for those commercialites that didn't really uh, follow the Dungeons and Dragons kind of pattern, uh, a creature like this was actually presented in Lord of the Rings. That was the thing that was uh, crossing their path um, in the, uh, oh, that dwarven city that they were in, the mine, mine city in the middle of the mountain. I don't remember. Balrog was the was the giant beast that Gandalf fought fought off to the death before he became Gandalf the White. Mm. So a, a beast of epic epic proportion. So please sir, wear that badge with <laughs> with pride, my yeah. friend. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So you yeah, I, I earned the title. Um the girl who played Care uh Claire Callie Williams, oh, yeah. uh, she's been commenting a lot too as well, and um, uh, Sam as well has been commenting, mm. and so it's just it's just fucking awesome. They all seem like fun people. Yeah. I cannot wait to meet these people. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. And so I wanted to make sure that way they can laugh at us, fat Americans. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make sure we stayed on track with our proposed schedule with. Um, you know, getting these films out. I think the only part that's going to be a little bit difficult is as we go into the holiday season, um, you know, it, it it's just going to be hard to coordinate for uh, schedules with um, Sam and anybody who he's going to be bringing to the interview as well. Um, so well, we'll, I, we'll I keep everyone in line with that. And, and also, yeah, be patient with us because yeah, like you said, the holidays are coming up. And yeah. Stuff and so, so it might it might not be four weeks in a row. We might do um, the three, and then the interviews will probably be at a later time. So, either way, I'm looking forward to that. It should be fun. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Okay, so Blood Hunt last week. Today we got film number two, um, and then you and I can talk off air, but um, we'll need to figure out a schedule for next week for film number three. Uh, right, because Pearl and I are going to be out of town for um, a few days, so I'd like to get that in the can. Okay, so so today, uh, film number two. Um, why don't you intro us in? And tonight, the monsters run amok, and we see that theater where the marquee now reads "Slaughterhouse Killer." think a cow doesn't care if you kill it? It does. People aren't any different. You got a shaman who's boss, you gotta put him in line. <laughs> Someone needs to take him down a pig or two. <laughs> Don't tell me you didn't like it. Have you done it before? They meant nothing. No one's ever gonna know my name. I don't know who I can talk to about this. Be ready, 9am. Is your friend behind that? He's creeping me out. It's over. Get it through your head. I don't know you. You don't know me. You just can't call it quits. Watch me. You're in this as deep as I am. There's something off about him. I don't know anything else but kill him. Bang! Bang!
tried to sound menacing saying that. And I just fucked it all up. All good, man. 2020, Sam Curtin, the slaughterhouse killer. This and one. The curtains do match the drapes, I've noticed. <laughs> I, I wanted to bring something up uh, since we're starting here at the beginning anyways, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Are we, uh, do we need synopsis? Um, sure. Go for it. Oh, well, I was going to leave it up to you. I, I really don't know how it, I would summarize this, but. Um, I, I'll take a crack at it. Okay. Um, I'm totally not going to read what's on IMDb. And I'll say. <laughs> of course not. That, um. No, I won't. I won't read it because I was going to. I was being nefarious. Um, we all know that, Paul. So, <laughs> the slaughterhouse killer <laughs> is a movie about this guy who comes to work at a slaughterhouse and befriends one of the guys that already works there. This big burly dude named Box, and it turns out that Box um, is a little bit of a creeper who enjoys uh, blood. We'll put it that way. And the, our new guy, Nathan, um, quickly bonds with Box over the blood. And so um, these two go on a little bit of a rampage and ends up in uh, some more blood in the end. Fairly said. I like, right? I, I, I like how you tried to uh, simplify it, not putting too much in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. You give me yeah. shit all the time when I put too much in there. I didn't want to do that, but also. Well, yeah, yeah, because we don't like to spoil these people, man. Well, I, like, know, I, know. I, I just get, here, here's I get excited, I you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do, I do too, man. I always want to blow my load when I'm. Synopsy. Synopsy? Is that a word? Is that a thing? Synopsy? I don't know if that's a It cool. is now. Fuck it. Put Trademark it in the that shit. <laughs> put that shit as. Uh, uh, Fucking <laughs> mutant city horror alum, <laughs> or some shit. I don't know. Whatever. The mutant city horror dictionary. Yeah, there we go. The book Wikipedia. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All right. Well, if we're gonna start this movie off, let's start it off right. I I actually made a note of this. I thought it was kind of funny. Doesn't really have to do with the movie itself, but I thought it was funny anyway. So I'm I'm very sorry, Mr. Curtin. I love enjoying uh, watching your movies. I have not purchased these items. I've found whatever free platforms I can find them on, and uh, you uh, you sent me over the link to Tubi, before, which is before you finish that thought. I, I meant to bring this up last week. Oh yes, there is a version of Blood Hunt that was like like banned. And so we I, I don't see anything in there that would have banned it. Well that's that's the thing. I think I think that was sarcasm, dude. Well no, I mean <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry, my Meaning my, they uh, probably did show some of the shit that my we horror didn't. terror tolerance is so high that like I can't pick up on that sarcasm. <laughs> but apparently there's like a German version of the movie that's like like more truer to what it normally was. And then I was reading this somewhere and then there's like a safer version online around. So I don't know what version I got. I don't know what, ver cause you saw it on Tubi, right? Yeah. But it sounds like we saw the same thing. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So I don't, I don't know if the version I, uh, we saw is 
The... I, I don't think Tubi just waters down everything. I think Tubi's just like you can watch it for free, but it's with ads, kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't um, know. So, I don't know. So the, Anyways, and go, that's what go, I have. Sorry, go go back to what you were saying. Uh, uh my bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, when it when it started, uh, it gave me an option to skip intro as if it was an ongoing series or something, right? And I was like, why? Like, why? Why are you giving me this option? Like, no. How dare you two be trying to ruin my entertainment by by skipping the intro of the film, which is you know basically the opening credits? But I was just like, if it was it was if it was a series, and you see it every time a new episode pops on, okay, I knew I didn't understand that. This is a movie. Why are you gonna cut into the movie like that? Shame, ruin my entertainment experience. And good thing I didn't, right? Because I I actually enjoyed the the the, uh, the the nice blend of crimson and very vague imagery and very atmospheric music, uh, uh, kind of uh, by the likes of which the last film we watched too. Like so, it kind of uh, b- already built an, an intensity for me. Very good uh, opening uh, credit sequence, if you will. I know that sounds weird, but some movies have them. So it's funny because I read the um, credits after the movie because I do that from time to time. Stop judging. Actually, I do. Yeah, I mean, why would you read those credits? as if they put them there for people to read. Um, Who reads? Just give me some audio of those credits from now on. (laughs) <laughs> it's all like series voice and shit. <laughs> real. So, um, Sam Curtin did the opening credits. He put all that together. Okay. Yeah, I thought uh, he did the editing of the movie, um, which he also I think co-edited Blood Hunt. But I think he was listed as the only editor on Slaughterhouse. And then I had read something that uh, the opening credits were done by him. You know what it reminded me of? Um, it reminded me of Daredevil, the Netflix series. Kind of a similar opening for that one. Well, I, I guess with the color, yeah, I, I could totally see that. It, it, you know, it, it did something similar for me. Uh, however, I mean, I I don't know if you'll even make this correlation, but the reason, not the reason, but the 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 connection I had with it, it reminded me a little of uh, a movie that you and I like a lot. Uh, uh, one that uh, is noted as Switchblade Romance nowadays, but we were we knew it as High Tension. Switchblade Romance. Switch. Blade romance. What kind of name is that? I don't know. What does know, that even mean? That has no relation to that movie. I I know. I know. I, I I don't know why it was retitled and I don't know why they even called it that, but that's exactly what you know. That's weird. If if somebody's gonna look it up, I, I think that's the best way to look it up is by title of Switchblade Romance. Well, since we're on the topic, um I did read a fun fact that this movie hasn't like there's a i don't know on imdb there's always this part where like it'll say the name of the like the title of the movie and then it'll have like also known as and i think in other countries they don't they're not as permissive with like some controversial you know titles so they'll change it um this one was 
um, labeled. It didn't say where, but it just said that it was labeled as uh, Blood Hunt 2. And I was like, uh, I understand. Maybe I understand why. Did you catch the after credit scene at the end of the movie? No. Uh, I, I mean, well, it started to cut into our closest time. So I, I right, wanted to make sure it, I got, got everything got prepared. Uh, I don't assume that every movie's got a post credit scene. Uh, I don't either, but I just let the credits run and I was just kind of chilling there uh, with Perla. And then I saw it come on and I was like, what is this? And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, interesting. There's a little bit of a thing to it. Okay. But we'll get there at the end. But yeah, anyways, okay. this one also had a subtitle of uh, Blood Hunt 2. Yeah, see, I, I did not see that at all. <laughs> but all right. Crazy. I, I, yeah, I couldn't see. All right. I'll tell you right now. Like these are two totally different movies. I, the same, the same kind of build, the same kind of atmosphere. I wouldn't even consider it in the same franchise, even if it was part of the franchise. I mean, there's no reoccurring characters. There's no, the the only thing Uh, is, there's no reoccurring characters, but there are reoccurring actors. Yes. But see, that's my argument with the whole, um, the whole Park Chan Wu trilogy, the the Vengeance trilogy. They call it a trilogy as if they're parts one, two, and three, but that's the only correlations as well. It's all the same um, cast members and everything, and some sometimes some of the same settings, but it's not the same story. Right. So it, you know. I still consider it a trilogy because that's what everyone knows it as, but I still don't consider them part of the same thing. Uh, same as this. I wouldn't consider consider this uh, part of the same thing. Maybe the same universe. I, I like to believe that like when uh, directors make films, they always take place in the same universe as each other because they're always kind of built the same way. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, th- this one had a little bit more story to it rather than... Um, what we got on the last one. I yeah. found that interesting, a little bit of a, yeah. a, a step. Blood Hunt was more of like a, just like jump to the action. Um, this one had, like you said, more more of a kind of a plot, if you will, more of a story to it. But An original I, story, I must say as well, too. I don't but think I, I've I ever will seen say, it. you know, um, Blood Hunt, I think was just so fast paced that I was taken aback by the pacing of this movie because it's um, slower. Slower, but it's actually shorter, isn't it? Uh, they're actually like the same length. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it seems slower. I understand it though. Like. Okay. Um, this is one of those movies that where where you kind of get the gist of what's going on. Don't expect the movie to hold your hand and tell you what's going on. It just kind of puts you in there and uh, explains things as it goes. Uh, so there's a lot of silent time that, you know, occurs to uh, kind of show like the characters themselves. And I'm sure we'll get into some of that as we get through Um the movie itself so okay so 
no cold open, as you mentioned, right? It's just that crimson title card um, for the opening credits. But when we do open, we open on this um, kind of guy just chilling in bed, right? But before we see him, we kind of see the outlines of his house, right? So we see like, like these weird like food pellets laying around. We see like shotgun shells kind of laying around. The house is like real run down. Um, you get kind of a dirty vibe from it. And then they show us our first character. And it's just, I mean, I thought Heath, the Balrog from um, Blood Hunt was big. But this this guy's this guy's a little bit bigger, I think. A little bit taller, more stockier. Um, a little bit older, it, too. But he's like laying in bed just, just with like his tidy whities on. And uh, I think they did a really good job at like kind of showing us up front. How, how do I say this? The troll of the outback. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. I like that. I, I, I would not, it doesn't take place in the outback. In fact, it, this is more like uh same thing. Uh, last one was, it seemed more like marshlands, farmlands, stuff like that. But yeah, the, the, the troll of the open world. <laughs> This guy, he, he's, this guy was he's a, troll. a bit gross, dude. I mean, uh, dirty underwear, right? Like they're showing, like they don't yeah, show. He had the crusties on, but he, I mean, like, well, you don't fuck with guys with fucking. They are still wearing. I, I wish I could like show. whiteies I wish I could show people at home right now what the scene of him just laying on his back, just everything hanging out, like, and just his tidy whiteies on, but they're dirty, and everything around him is dirty, and it's just like. Oh man. And it's like, I don't know. To me, it's like, okay, the way you feel about watching him in this scene, or at least the way it made me feel was like, this is probably going to be how this guy is throughout this movie. Oh, really? What made you think that? Uh, the fact that he's the way he's looking uh, on the bed. <laughs> Look at like, I, I think my buddy's putting it out a little harsh. The, the, the guy's, yes, the guy's house is absolutely disorganized i will say that he's got a couple lighters on the mantle he's got some slugs sitting around like some some gauges but i i, I don't i i wouldn't say it's the worst it's not like a hoarder or anything okay but no, no. yeah but no. i i think i think the things that it was showing us what was more like like you said who this guy is uh all right he's a guy who Probably doesn't give a fuck about his life. You know, the lighters on the mantle say something, you know, maybe he's a, you know, a wicked smoker or, you know, uh, the slugs show that he's a dangerous man. You know, he's he's packing. We already know that from the get go. And he sleeps in his tidy whiteies, uh, just sweating it out like a beached whale and shit. <laughs> says a lot about this guy already. So so here's the thing, okay? So he gets up out of bed and then we see him in the kitchen doing what? Do you remember? Yeah, he's in the kitchen. Fuck, I don't remember exactly what he was doing at the moment. He's given himself a horse bath. He's got oh, a that's right. bucket of water I'd in the sink. Call that a homeless bath. It's not just a horse bath. Eh, horse on. bathe. They just take, you know, they, remember, the guy pays money for them. He pays for the hotel room. They just take a shower in the shower, man. This guy's a 
You know, he's taking a bum bath. But yeah, this he's is got his house. Right. So does he not have running water? You know what I mean? Like, Apparently not. Well, okay. So I don't know because I mean he had a sponge. He had like a little bucket, right? Or gross. was he just out of the sink? Or I don't know. So he here's what. Okay. Bucket. So so okay. So here's what I took from blood blood hunt. That opening scene, the cold open, was Nuck raping that girl. Laying the foundation for the type of character that Nuck is and the type of shit that we can be expecting throughout the movie. I think the same thing is true here. They're showing us this nasty beast of a dude who don't give a shit about himself or his living conditions. Um, He's dirty. He's grimy. He's dangerous. So you're laying the foundation of like the type of character that this dude is really quick, right? Because it's a one hour movie. And what I might be able to expect from him throughout the rest of the movie. Some parallels. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, um, yeah. And then, uh, then it goes to what? Hey, it goes to his job place, right? Yeah. Well, it shows uh, him like just kind of getting out and about town, right? So he's like uh, driving down the road and he's having oh, breakfast. Oh, he's filling a prescription at and the And then the he shows pharmacy. up to a pharmacy, right? And he's looking. And he's eyeballing some chick, right? He's like, he's eyeballing this one chick who's looking at something curiously, too. Almost like she's like a piece of meat, right? Yeah. He's eyeballing her and then fucking, you know, the, the, uh, whatever they're called, those technician people, or whatever they're fucking called, <laughs> the, the people that work at pharmacies, pharmaceutical, th- pharm- pharmaceutical person, whatever. Pharmacist. Pharmacist. There you go. Thank you for waiting for me to struggle you so very me, much man. before you came in for the save. <laughs> well, you know, I want to give you a chance to kind of turn it around. Uh, it's all right. We all it like has nothing to do with stumble. embarrassing you. I promise. <laughs> I know. I know. It's, it's all good. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. He, uh, you know, gets distracted by her, by the girl, and then the pharmacist is like, "Hey, uh, anything else?" And he's all like, "Oh no, I'm good." Walks off, and uh, we see that girl walking, right? She's walking home. Uh, we're under the impression he's following her as well. So, yeah. So, let me let me draw this out a little bit. He is at the front desk of this pharmacy getting this prescription filled, wearing a dirty flannel, kind of half open with a wife beater on, just looking kind of gross. And there's this shot from like the back, so you can kind of see how tall he is. The dude is six four, so he's you know he's not short by any means. But then he's like, he's a big dude, right? And so he's standing there, dirty, dingy, you know. He and he's got this. Okay, so I just want to say this now because I'm going to comment on it throughout. He's got this face about him, this like perpetual mean face, like he's. It, it looks like he's always in a pissed off mood or he's always upset or like he's always or mad. like he's always got to take a shit. Uh, I think all of those things combined. <laughs> I think he's mad at the fact that he always has to take a shit. I, I just think he's an ugly dude. I'm sorry to the which, which I, at first, too, I was like, I maybe that's just his face. But then I was looking at some pictures of him online. I was like, mm, he's a pretty he's a, he's a good looking dude. He's not bad. I, you know, I, I think he turned it on a little bit. Um, but yeah. So anyways, he's in this. So he's there like that. Right. So the, he they do a good contrast. Right. Because he's, you know, dirty, dingy, gross. 
And then there's this female in the pharmacy who, you know, she's in yoga pants and she's got her shit together and, you know, she looks nice and, like, he notices her, right? And, like, the pharmacist is trying to get his attention and he's just, like, spaced out. That's $25. $25, thanks. So he ends up leaving and he's driving down the road and he sees her walking down the road. So he starts to like slow down and he starts to creep up on her. And then it cuts to her in her house talking on her phone with her mom and uh, him just kind of like eerily staring right. into the window. Yeah, mom, I know. The cell's just not cutting it for me these days. Yeah, I think tape is just what I need to make a real go of it. What about Josh? He's old enough to take care of himself now after school. Yeah, look, Mum, I gotta go. I'm turning the mixer on. I'm turning the mixer on. not saying anything he's just watching her and then it transitions to this scene of like blood on the floor well, that's being washed yes, down a drain but like here's the thing is i i didn't really see what went so, on there uh she was in her kitchen the, the girl was in her kitchen and then there was a knock at her door uh, yes sorry he he was watching her she started like mixing something and then she heard a knock at the door, and then she went to go get it, and then it just cuts to the Wash scene down of the drain. blood being cleaned now, off the floor or washed off the uh, floor. But then when we pan out, when we pan up or out from there, what we realize is that this guy's at work washing blood off the floor. So I thought that was a really cool transition of like, we're insinuating that he is going to kill her or that he did kill her. But then, like, we're also showing that he's at work in the movie, at least for like in the beginning, has quite a few of those transitions that like I actually made note of because they were All right. they were pretty good. Like from an editing perspective, I thought it was I thought it was a good, like subtle touch because it made it a little interesting. So dude's cleaning the blood off the floor and then he gets called into the boss's office. Uh Let's see. Not he's he's just rambling about some bullshit about uh, some work getting done or some shit like that. I don't think it's really eventful to the story anyway. But it's just, yeah, it's your typical boss being a little bit hasty. He's saying, "Hey, this shit needs to get done. Stop fucking around." Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, here's the new guy, uh, Mister Master of the King Mullets. Nathan, no, that. <laughs> yeah, he, he's all like, <laughs> I want you to take thing. him back there. Like, I hey, want you. This new guy starting. I, I want you to show him uh, all the cleanup work. We'll get him started there, and then you start showing him the killing side. So this is where we learn this guy's name, the six four foot dude. His name is Box B O X Mullet Man um, Nate, and then we're introduced to Nathan Mullet Man Nate. Yeah, I like it. And the boss is telling Box that. Um, Nate is uh, like a gift from the state, like a ward from the state. So I didn't know if like 
uh, work release or I think it was something of the sort because there was a scene that but indicates the, later on he's talking to what looks like some kind of like yeah, yeah. temporary staff member or something somebody who's like interested in if his job's working out or if he's making enough hours type shit uh but yeah he's uh he's there he's the new guy new guy yeah new guy so, mullet man Nate uh getting shown the ropes by box who's ultimately the troll of the the backlands the, the back farmlands so this is where we're learning that they actually work in a slaughterhouse so it makes sense that there was blood on the floor that he was cleaning up okay got it box is giving him a tour of the facilities kind of you know explaining what they do how they do it it was so funny they pulled up um outside and they were looking at some of the animals outside and box just turns to go to him he turns to nate and he goes uh do you eat assholes what do you eat assholes and the guy was like what yeah yeah he goes to explain goes, yeah, we eat that where we cut off the assholes cut off shoulders him. he's all yeah which is funny because like i remember one time i, I went to a barbecue and um, you know, like I didn't want to go empty handed. So I brought, uh, some meat with me that was from the meat counter or it was like, you know, one of those prepackaged, like, uh, shrink wrapped, uh, foam things with very tender meat and shit. Didn't know what it was. Just brought it over there. Very tender, very good price. Turns out it was pork's butt. So when he, when he said this. It just brought me back to that time. I was, he's all like, nice. yeah, no body parts going spared so and shit soft. like that. Waste not, want not. Tongues, face, assholes, anything that's not pretty goes into snacks. Waste not, want not. Got it? Got it. <laughs> what is this uh, exactly? We will bring in a bucket. I hate to say it, man, but yeah. you know, God bless this guy. I, I love box. In, in more ways than one, if you guys got that joke. In more he's, ways he's than one. He's a weird dude for but, sure, man. Uh, he's a weird dude for sure. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I didn't even know. Well, they make the same uh, joke like, uh, uh, in the movie. Freaking, yeah. Yeah. Oh. The guy is just the weirdest looking fucker you've ever seen before in your, your life. Not only the, I mean, he, he has the demeanor of a troll. Like, like a mythical troll and shit like that. He's like, you know, people treat him the way... Like yeah. Shrek would have been treated, right? You know, like it's like uh, he's not only an outcast, but he's the weirdest fuck in the world, and he's also pretty scary at the same time. Um, so yeah, yeah, he's telling them that uh, yeah. we we package all kinds of meats, every every bit of it goes, nothing's left to waste. Uh, even even the little tidbit, something every once in a while they throw into a bucket, you can give it to your your dogs at home or some shit like that, right? But it cuts to them, these two guys, having lunch at a pub. I wish we did. And... I, I wish we did the same kind of things in America. You guys are beautiful people. <laughs> well, some some people do. It's just not tolerated here. Yeah, they're sitting there drinking their pints of beer and stuff like that. He's like, how do you like the new job? Blah, blah, blah. You know, just, yeah, a simple conversation. Yeah, it's just bullshitting, you know. But we get introduced to two other characters, two co-workers are theirs. One of which... I couldn't figure is it out. Is that bootleg Thomas Jane? That is, yeah. So in this movie, his name is Blake. Um, again, played by Dean Kirkwright. Bless you, Thomas Jane. But it's bootleg Thomas Jane. It took me a minute to recognize him. He, uh, This is three years after 
Blood Hunt had been released, but if I understand correctly, Blood Hunt took a while to film, so I don't know when they actually shot it. Um, so it aged a little bit, um, you know, and like we all do, put on a couple pounds. So I was like, okay, just living that good life, you know, eating them shrimps and eating them the caviars. Uh, he played a a much much opposite kind of uh, character in in this one, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, so, and so I, he went. There was he went funny from that I uh, he he went from all time hero to to that guy that's just fucking annoying. Yeah, like for no reason, you know. Yeah, just yeah, like, he's, he's just an okay, asshole so, just to be an asshole. Yeah, there's always those guys, right? You in a movie like this where where you're following the uh, quote unquote troll, Mister Box. Uh, there's always those guys that just want to keep poking and prodding and shit they're like yeah he's big he's an oaf but he ain't gonna do shit fuck him right so they sh- <laughs> they just go in there they're talking shit i i don't exactly know what, what what words were used off the top of my head right now as we speak but yeah it's just you, you know some shitty <laughs> shitty mannerisms and shit like that shitty shit yeah, he comes over, he's talking no, shit. Um, I, he's talking shit on box. And so, just, uh, because... Um, well, I love the box. Wink. Sorry. Because Nathan is, like, hanging out with him, you know, so they're going to talk shit to Nathan because of association, you know? So um, they're kind of labeled, you know, the, the, uh, the reject corner or something like that. Um, because they're sitting off in the corner. You guy. Yeah, mate, Nathan. Welcome to the bullshit corner. You want to know why they call him uh, the box? Why's that? Because he's a fucking pussy, aren't you? <laughs> pussy. So whatever. Talking shit. We see a couple cutscenes of Nathan talking to what at first I thought was like a counselor or... But then this I started is the job it. person I like, that I was talking about. It's probably like his probation officer. You know what I mean? I, maybe I just took it as like maybe like this person helped them find the job. No, well, I mean I don't know because they were like, "Oh, are you getting all the hours you need? Yeah, four or five days a week." Blah blah blah. And then that person said, uh, "Let me know if it's less than two. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'm assuming they'd fix him up another job, so yeah. probably staffing agency or some shit. Either way, he's talking about how he made friends with some guy at work, you know, and um, he's talking about box and nothing, nothing crazy. But then we get to this scene where Nathan is by himself in a room in the slaughterhouse with all kinds of animals and shit hanging around him, and he's just cleaning up, sweeping the floor. And I couldn't help but notice that. Um, Behind him, there were animals hanging by their legs, but then there was also like half animals, like some pigs hanging, and one of them was hanging with its asshole cut out of the back of the pig. It was just like, if it was a pinata, that's where you'd be putting the candy in, you know what I mean? Like the little opening in the back of the pig. A strange comparison, but I really like that one. But it was like, dude, that like, <laughs> yeah, the, where you, you know, the basically out of the um, the cold weird, meats man. in the slaughterhouse, and, and they're just like dangling there. Uh, he's sitting there sweeping up very aggressively, just like, 
what are you, you're doing it like it's a shake weight or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> so um, cool to know then, um, that they shot this in an actual slaughterhouse. Like a, oh, a you mean they didn't just like put those walls together and then plant a drain right there? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes they'll <laughs> just, just build kidding. a set, you know, and like they'll get, you know. Well, I think it'd be cheaper to find a spot like, <laughs> man, this ain't Hollywood, bro. <laughs> you know what? I I saw like the budget on this. I don't. There was a number that I saw, and I, I don't know. It was like it was like eight hundred thousand dollars for this yeah, movie well, almost a million dollars and i can't help but wonder if a lot of that went to like you know using the slaughterhouse and you know there's a boat scene as well and shit like that so, so they lit a car on fire sorry not to get too far ahead well, um, but you know yeah they, they got they had some cool shit in here I'm sure that was somebody's old car anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to get rid of it. It's an insurance claim. Yeah. They won't watch this go. movie anyway. <laughs> okay. So, dude is sweeping um, up in, uh, in this yeah, room. Yeah. Well, let's go back to the, that budgeting thing because I, I did want to bring this up. And, yes, I'm sorry, Paul. There probably will be a time where we need to break for me to charge this a little bit more. So, I'll just All right. I'll keep it stretched. Um, and. Uh, as far as location goes, um, I mean, I'll be honest, a lot, a lot, like the slaughterhouse itself looks very familiar to me. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and guess it's somewhere of the same area or the same place as the last movie. That's funny because I thought, um, Box's house was shot on maybe the same farm or ranch as blood hunt i mean so it would make maybe, sense it'd maybe. be a good way to crunch numbers it would definitely be a good place to um you know if you got it might as well use it right you, you got the land might as well use it and that, that's one thing i always uh say when when trying to make these movies if you, if you have a location fucking take advantage of it i mean cool fuck yeah so you know maybe maybe the budget was high on the plant maybe it wasn't but uh this is a damn damn good setting for the movie, especially by the end. Yeah. Um. So the the slaughterhouse was in Tasmania, and I'm looking real quick at Blood Hunt, trying to find. Did you see any Tasmanian devils in there? Filming location for Blood Hunt was Tasmania as well. So maybe, maybe it was the same place. It maybe it's similar. like i don't know like a grandparent's house or something yeah <laughs> you <know>? maybe, maybe. <laughs> there you go nathan is in this room cleaning up surrounded by dead animals and empty pig butt and blake played by uh, dean kirkwright and his homie uh, i don't remember his homie's name but they take the opportunity to come in and fuck with him and they're 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 doing that thing. Man, like, they weren't hey, fucking. Up, they were what's, up? what's going on? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were just they were asking them questions, man. What makes you think they were fucking with them? Um, the fact that they had a <laughs> delicacy for him that they wanted to share. <laughs> knife, little knife, roll on his eye. What's going on? Not much. Where's the uh, where's the big box? Going to get us something from the lunch truck? Oh, okay. Well, you won't have to worry about my lunch today, mate, because uh, we've got a little something for you. You being the new guy and all, and, you know, company tradition. 
Shoved oh down his throat. God, dude. They end up shoving a fucking pig dick in his mouth. I mean, it was it. it's it's a pig's dick. It was a little flimsy. I be honest, it looked like some kind of weird parasite. It was just a little dangly. It looked yeah. like uh like a red chili pepper. Like a but it chili was pepper. it was flexible though. <laughs> it's just kind of flailing around. I I it very crossed classy. my mind to like look like google search like google image search that and then i was like nah i'll probably end up on a list somewhere if i do that so i'm just gonna i'll just what, believe that that's what dick? they look like <laughs> i mean it'd be any different from when i saw when i sent you that that, that picture of giant whales penises <laughs> yeah you yeah, won't get flagged I, I don't need to shit. be on any more lists thank you for that yeah, so uh, they're like, uh, they're all like, "Hey, where's uh, where's where's your buddy Box at? Uh he's he's at the lunch truck." They're like, "Oh, you know, well, did he did he did he try to apologize for their behavior the day before or something like that?" I no, so so you know they head. come, they come in and else. they're like, "Hey, where's you know where's your friend? Oh, is he at lunch? You know, it's gonna be a long time before he comes back from the lunch truck because he's a fat ass." Uh, but you know, we'll hang out with you and like, "Hey, you know, why don't you come with us? We have something for you." And he's like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." And so they end up holding him down, and then they're like, you know, that's when they shove the the pig dick in his mouth and they. They do that thing like with kids. They said, they said, don't worry about lunch. This one's on us, mate. Uh, (laughs) And then they held him back and that one dude held his mouth open. No, what he did was he plugged his nose. They plugged his nose and shit. And then fucking dangled the little penis. God, you gotta be so fucking on point. God damn it. Just let me tell it the way I saw it, for Christ's sake. Okay, my bad. Okay, there's a dangly pig cock. That just went down the guy's throat and shit, and they made him swallow it because they plugged his goddamn nose, and then gulp. It was fucking gross. <laughs> yeah, but I will say, you know, between uh, the last one and this one so far, uh, Sam Curtin really fucking knows how to turn up the creep factor. You know, the the shit that gets under your skin a little bit, the little, the the gross factor, if you will. So he's in the bathroom. He's vomiting, right? Yeah, throwing right. all that shit up, and then uh, him and Box are having lunch, or they're eating what looks like an outdoor break room. There's they're somewhere, and um, damn, what the fuck was his name? Uh, Dean. Was it Brian? Uh, Blake. Blake. 
Yeah, there you go. Blake. Yeah, so him and him and his homie come running out and they're, you know, this is the scene where he's trying to like make amends for what happened, right? He's like, "Ah, oh, you know, we're sorry. We're just like we're busting your balls. We took it a little bit over the top. Our yeah, bad, we're bro. mates, right? It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's all good, right? And uh, I forget the line, but then he's like, oh, you know, we we forgot to leave you with dessert or something. And they throw like eyeballs in his glass of water. It's like, oh, fucking gross, dude. Yeah, um, because at the time they were having a, bo- a boxing uh, mullet man, Nate, where uh, he was discussing or he was discussing uh uh, uh, box was discussing to to Nate like, hey, uh, you, you know, Nathan, uh, fucking, like, don't you hate these these assholes? Like, how dare they pick on you like that? Kind of thing, and it, it's kind of funny because well, it's, it's like they started calling him Pig Dick, you know, and he was like, "What's that all about?" And he told them what happened, and he's like, "Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, yeah. you gotta shut that shit down because then everybody in town's gonna know you by Pig Dick, and like, <laughs> Pig you don't want Dick that getting around, you know." He he who swallows pig cock. (laughs) (laughs) It reminded me of that scene from House of a Thousand Corpses, where uh, in the very beginning, when they call uh, the the dude was robbing the um, Captain Spaulding's, and they called him Little Dick Wick. Plays with his prick. Don't it make you (laughs) sick? (laughs) Yeah, it could be worse. He could eat pig dick. (laughs) Uh, Get old Rob Zombie at his finest. (laughs) Ground breaking picture. So Box is so Box is like, dude, you gotta shut that shit down. Right. Right. And then like it cuts to a scene where Box is in a bar. I think it's the same bar um where they have were having lunch originally. Yeah, the local pub, man. The local you know, town pub, I guess. And he's just sitting there with that mean fucking look on his face. And here's something that I thought about that I wanted to do. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go through the movie and I'm gonna record all of Bob's different, and uh, Bob, all of Box's different facial expressions, and put together like a supercut, and be like, and just post that as like the many faces of Box. You know what I mean? Which is funny because there, there, they are many faces. They're all one in the same. <laughs> but but they're different it, at the same at, time. At the end of the day, I don't know, man. He still looks like a creep. Uh, it, yeah, it's like a, like a like a lunatic, dude. It, he, it's great. And here's the trip out part about the casting, right? Because I thought Box was like the the best acted character. Nathan is he he did a good job, right? Um, yeah, I like, I like there was Nate. nothing special about him as an actor or his performance. Everything everything that shines um, comes through Box. And um, our bootleg Thomas Jane was the one who did the casting for the movie. So I'm really interested to know where he found Box. Now, Box, um, as an actor, his name is Craig Ingham, I-N-G-H-A-M, has a pretty diverse IMDb page. So it's not he's not he's not a stranger to the entertainment industry. But obviously, I don't know him from anything. I would imagine everything that he has done has been on like that side of the country or whatever. So um, maybe he is more known over there. But um, I thought that this guy did a great fucking job at portraying the box character 
and kudos to Dean Kirkwright for getting him casted in this movie, you know? Absolutely. Thank you, bootleg John Thomas Jane. <laughs> for doing your due diligence. Okay, so this is where it starts to get a little, like, uh, serious, right? So, um, Box is in the pub. He's watching Blake, and Blake's, like, playing pool. He's having a great time. He's drinking beer. Box is just sitting there, and you can you can just see it on his face. Intense like, hatred. This motherfucker right here. This cunt. <laughs> He's he he's slamming him back and he's getting just angrier by the moment just looking at this guy's fucked up face. He's just yeah. like, ah, fuck this guy. I hate him. So Not that he's got a fucked up face. That's just how he sees him. <laughs> he he looks at him in disgust. He looks at him in, in menacing. Uh, uh, something that needs to be uh, deleted from humanity. Just like those pigs I was telling you about. I thought it was good too, though, in that like we can see how much bull, Box has taken horse. to Nate, considering how pissed off he is that they're fucking with him like that. You know. Right. So then we cut to Box and Nathan in the car driving at night, and Box misses a an exit on the freeway. Yeah, he says, uh, and they, and they saw him, oh, it's, it's, it's over here, and he just keeps driving, right? And they pull up in front of his house, and Box gets out, and he's, like, in the trunk. He's, like, doing something. You can't really tell. Box, you just need to turn off. Nathan's, like, kind of got to look this look on his face, like, where the fuck are we, and what are we doing here? And then we see that it's Blake's house. Blake, now, did you know that that's where he was taking him? I, I mean, because... no, I didn't. Oh, really? I, I I had a gut feeling. I was like, once once he started taking him elsewhere, I was like, oh man, he's gonna take him over to Blake's. Um, I knew something was gonna happen with Blake. I just didn't think that they were going to his house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. So they're there. Blake's just chilling in his house by himself. Fucking total bachelor pad. There's absolutely no furniture in there. He's watching There's one TV and it's like what twenty four inches maybe. He's yeah, and he's drinking <laughs> a beer, watching like black and white cartoons. I was like, it's kind of creepy on its own, you know. Box knocks on the door. Blake comes to answer it, and immediately is just like met with a punch to the face, and Box just starts beating the shit out of him. And I and I wrote down. I wonder if um, they did their own stunts because I know in Blood Hunt every actor did their own stunts in Blood Hunt. So I wasn't sure if that was the case for this one as well. But um, I think that uh, you know Blake took he did a good job at like you know, taking the hits. So Box gets in there, picks him up, and is like doing that thing where he's like you know he's holding oh. him. I think he's like choking. Yeah, he, he's holding him in a submissive kind yeah. of style. Yeah, and, and he's, uh, he's telling he's telling Mullet Man Nate, "Hey, here you go. Here's your chance, right?" And what does Nate do? Takes the opportunity, right? Starts beating the shit out of him. Fuck yeah! He just fucking wails on him, and you you can actually see it in in, in Nathan. Like you could see. Uh, you can see that, like, oh, that well-needed closure and shit. So he's he's just pummeling him the best that he possibly can. And in the process of doing this, well, 
box if you want to tell the audience yeah, what box, box says. Box breaks out a big ass fucking knife and he's like, here, do it. Fight it! Fight it! Fight it! Nate's got this look on his face like uh huh and he's like yeah come on do it and like I don't know man I can't I I wish I could better articulate the the look on Box's face as he's like angrily yelling at Nathan and trying to convince him to take this knife and stab Blake it's just so menacing and scary so Nate was you know he's like nah I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do it but he's like holding the knife upward toward Blake so so rather than like Nathan stabbing Blake fucking box just takes Blake and shoves him into the knife And then he takes the knife from uh, from Nate, and then Box himself just starts fucking shanking Blake, and ends up yeah, yeah he stabbed him like fucking him. twenty times. Yeah, and for a I loved it. A great, great stabbing sequence, by the way. There was a part of me at one point I was like, you know what? It's kind of interesting. Um, Blake or Dean, right? In the very first movie is the last person alive. Everybody else died in that movie, right? All the three antagonists died. His girlfriend died. He was the only one that was left from the first movie. And then here he is to be the first kill scene in the second movie. Not the same character, obviously, but I don't know. I just couldn't help but notice that. And then I was like, well, technically that that chick from the pharmacy was the first one who died although we didn't see any of it it was implied that box had killed her but he was the first on-screen death of the movie and i was like mm, i don't know there's probably nothing to it but i just i put it together in that sense yeah i don't know that that may have not been a planned event it was just more like yeah. uh, i don't think so yeah i mean I, I i don't think uh mr sam Curtin himself was like oh Lone Survivor has to be the first one to die in the next one. <laughs> That's something that I could totally see you doing, though. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not unheard of to do that. In fact, I, we, we've seen it before. I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate about the Park Chan-woo's uh, trilogy of Vengeance. Uh, it, we know that old, old boy. Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. The guy that played old boy. I don't remember. Uh, he was the main star, right? And uh, mm-hmm. and then what happened to him on Sympathy for Lady Vengeance? He ended up being the bad guy. He wasn't by far the first kill, but he was the tormentor. He was the kind of throwaway character and stuff. He was the pincushion. I miss those movies. The... I think I may go back and rewatch that series. Absolutely. So good. If if you guys have never watched, uh, you know what? 
We're, we might have to do a segment on old boy. We haven't even do, done like any foreign films anyway, so that, that that'd be a good start. Technically, these are foreign. They're from Australia. Well, I mean, foreign language. Mm. Yeah, true. The, the, that's what I mean by foreign. But, yeah. yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Okay, so something um, some, something weird happens here in this scene. Um, he's so box is done stabbing the shit out of Blake, and then he scalps him. I like that. I like that. He he ended. Oh, dude. Uh, let me explain okay all right so so yeah he stabbed him like 20 times and then just to finish him off yeah like you said like like some kind of native american warrior he just fucking he just you know fucking ball caps him just fucking takes that takes that bit off of him he's he's holding on to it and he's handing it over to mullet man nate and he goes his soul is now yours very dark moment i fucking loved it yeah. My voice kind of weird. No. Oh, okay. Um, I I loved it. I love that part. I remember, I was, I was he had he had those there. crazy eyes the whole, the whole time he was you know talking to to Nathan about it too. So it makes it, it was a great scene, and I and I'm telling you that's it was this scene where I was like, okay, this dude that plays box is legit. Like, he 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 brings that shit. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Is it? Weirdly enough, uh, this movie was more about him than anything, I think. But uh, on, on top of that, um, put it this way. When I first saw the, the title for this, when, when you had sent me the link, and I was like, okay, Slaughterhouse Killer. Very generic and shit, right? I'm picturing it's going to be a slaughterhouse murderer. Like, he's just going to be a, a worker of a slaughterhouse, and he murders people. Uh, and it is that. But it, it's a lot more than that because it the 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 um the artwork teases that it's like a slasher, whereas when you actually engage into this film, it is something much different. It's actually uh one of those movies of a building friendship in a in a very strange way. Yeah. Uh, part of the, one of those things that or why I like this film because first of all, it, it it actually went into uncharted territories that is very spa- sparse. I think that's the word. Um, it, it, not that it hasn't happened before, but it's it's a very rare kind of thing, especially of this genre. So, um, yeah, he he offered it's like an offering to mullet man sam like pretty much like yeah his soul is yours like you helped take this guy's life you are now yourself a cold-blooded killer and he even realized it i think at some point so nice so yeah um yeah it's a good point i don't know i, I didn't pick up on it like that um but now that you say that i can see the scalping too it's almost like an offering right like hey we we did this together. Like here's mm-hmm. a memento. Here's a keepsake. A blood oh, pact, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Good point. With so, literal blood. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so cut to them going. Ah, I see what you did there. Uh, cut to. Uh, 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 no, kidding. Cut to them <laughs> back at the um, at the slaughterhouse, and they're just running Blake literally through the meat grinder. And I remember I was just like, that is fucking nasty because it just looked like brown, chunky, like soupy, almost like diarrhea, just 
nasty chum. It was gross. See, that whole time I was like bypassing that and going like, God damn, that's smart. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it was fucking Which gross. I, I'm going to go and say this. I'm going to go and say this before I forget to say it. I did write down my notes. I wanted to bring up the fact that uh, I, I, not the fact, because I don't know what the facts are, but I think um, it seems to me at, th- at this point, what I was thinking, um, our, our Mr. Sam Curtin here, might be a, a fan of true crime. Um, the, the, a scenario like this is loosely based on uh, a, a lot of true, true crime, like serial killer type shit. Uh, I kind of gathered that from it, hmm. so I, I would like to pick his brain when when we get to that point. Yeah. Stuff. I, 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 I think he he might be an aficionado. Nice. Of some sort. So they grind up the body. They put it in some buckets. They drive it over to the coast, and they just dump it all in the water. And also very smart. Good way to get away with murder. Mm-hmm. So Fox drops him off at home. We see him. We see, we finally see um, Nate in his own apartment. He's you know taking a swig out of a fucking Jack Daniels bottle and trying to come to grips with what just happened. And then the two of them, we cut to them on this boat driving out somewhere on the ocean. Or we're on, on a lake. boat. <laughs> nice. You guys, totally let us know fits. if you know where that's from. <laughs> All right. So we get some cool like aerial drone footage here, um, which we also saw in Blood Hunt as well. And then we get to this really like character developing scene. And I and you know me, man. I love character development. I love dialogue when, especially when it's really good, and it and it really just kind of brings everything together and i think that this scene does that really well too right um it's it's showing oh you're talking about the the actual bonding yes this is the moment uh where where they bonded right it's like the stepbrothers scene where it's like did we just become best friends (laughs) yeah just like that you're right yeah except it's over murder yeah it's so so like it's kind of like like basically you know box is like hey so you had your first taste. What do you think? And fucking uh, it, it even starts before Nate. that. I, the the conversation well, yeah, opens up. but you know the, the way the box opens up the conversation is, uh, um, you know, just to kind of put it into, um, you know, perspective of the line of work that they do. The first question he asks is, like, you, "You think a cow, think a pig, cow or, a fish pig or a fish doesn't, doesn't care, care if you kill it?" it? It does. You just don't give a shit. People aren't any different. You done it before? Don't tell me you didn't like it. That cunt deserved it. Made it easy. Hey, did you ever hear about this Martin Bryant bloke? Yeah. Don't suppose you have. People don't like to talk about it these days. People would much rather try and forget, I guess. <laughs> Back in 96, this fucker went all out in Port Arthur. Men, women, children. It didn't matter to him. They meant nothing. <laughs> he wasn't smart. 
He didn't think things through. Killed 36 people that day. And he changed the country. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. Well, that dumb cunt, you know he's retarded, yeah? He's there rotten in that cell. He's the reason we can't go to the shops and buy an automatic. He's the reason we can't buy real guns. You only got to 36, and that number will never go up. That'll starve him. Not me. No one's ever gonna know my name. <laughs> and that's just the way I like it. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's a known factor. A killer is a killer. They see, um, for the most part, uh, all right, there, there are those that kill to kill. Uh, it may be a crime of passion or a, a crime of opportunity. Um, and if you're looking uh, from the eyes of serial killers, uh, yeah, they see human people, nothing more than cattle. So, yeah, that's, oh, pardon me. That, that's going to be um, a, a, thing, uh, a thing he's going to emphasize. And he sure did. And and he uh, he he explains to uh, Nathan that uh, this is this is a certain way of thinking and like how how do you like it like how did it feel for you? Um, I, I happen to know that when uh, the the people uh, and this is real life shit like uh, people who uh, do kill uh, they have some kind of adrenaline rush that uh, is like no other. Uh, you know, in retrospect, people say that like you, they see in red type shit, but uh, the reality is, is they just uh, they they have a thirst for it, and 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 that's that's what uh, Box is bringing out to Nate. He's basically it's like you didn't stop me from doing what I I did. You may have shuddered a little bit, like you know, like oh, this is uncommon, but you didn't stop me. And here you are, and because what did he say? Even even Nathan said, "Oh, you know, the, yeah, I I don't give one shit. That guy fucking deserved it, right?" So you know, Box is like, "So y you are a killer yourself. You yourself enjoyed it, you know." Yeah. And so, what did you think? Like, how did you feel? And then uh, our friend uh, Mullet Man Nate pretty much said, "When can we do it again?" <laughs> Which I thought it was very unexpected. I thought it was going to be one of those things where he was just like, oh, shit, this guy killed somebody right in front of me. Uh, I was thrown for a loop because I was like, okay, this whole time for the rest of the, the, the movie, he's going to be like, how do I get away from this friendship? <laughs> because I don't want to be all a friend in. of a serial killer. But yeah, all like in. you said, yeah, perfect, perfect words. He was all in. And... Yeah. Um, then began the story of our friendship. Well, there was also this interesting part too, where um, in within the context of the same conversation, um, Box brings up the story of a guy named Martin Bryant. Do you remember that part? Uh, not in detail, no. So Martin Bryant, and this is a real story. Like I looked it up afterwards. I got the Wikipedia up right here. So Mart, Mart, the Wikipedia, Wikipedia, 
<laughs> Wicked awesome. <laughs> yes, so sir. Martin Bryant uh, was an Australian mass shooter who murdered 35 people and injured 23 others in the Port Arthur massacre between um, April 28th and April 29th of 1996. He is serving 35 life sentences plus 1,652 years without the possibility of parole at Risden Prison in Hobart. So you say 1,000? 1,652 years without the possibility of parole. That is on top of the 35 life sentences that he is already serving. So it's just. I hope he lives 2,000 years. (laughs) It's just a fancy way of saying (laughs) you ain't never getting out of jail. I, I never understood that, dude. Like, I, honestly, okay, yeah, you, you're basing it on numbers, but you obviously know this person's not going to exceed 100 or so. So why not just say life? Yeah, to- totally. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I think there's uh, some kind of, uh, like, some kind of justifiable, like, like when you say life in prison, maybe maybe it's it's a non-denominical uh, denominating term i I think whatever if you have a heart attack and die and then they revive you technically you died and you lived that sentence you know what i mean i never thought about it that way i wonder if that's a thing i'm not a lawyer no but you know what that might actually be 100 percent true fuck we gotta get a lawyer on this podcast (laughs) Just to tell us everything we're doing is completely opposite of what we should be doing. <laughs> anyway, uh, the, the as reason, matter of fact, fuck lawyers. The reason the reason Box <laughs> brought up the story is because this dude only was able to kill thirty five people or whatever it was, and so because he's serving thirty five life sentences, he'll never be able to kill again. Uh, I don't remember the way that he phrased it, but he was like, it's like, it's going to starve him. He's like, that's why for me, you're never, no one's ever going to know my name. Insinuating that like, yes. I want to keep doing uh, this. You said it backwards, but yes, that, that was the reason why uh, nobody's never going to know his name and shit like that. You know, like, cause he, he basically he's, a, he's explaining that he'll do it to uh, just to appease his, his own entertainment value. He's not doing it to be anybody. It's 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 merely something he likes to do. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Which naturally is one of the most evil minds of all. You know, a person that just likes to take a life. So I think it's at this point where Nate is like. So when are we going to do it again? You know, like insinuating we just became best friends. And then what ensues after? Um, kooky, kooky friendship music <laughs> followed up by birthday party shit and fucking. Well, well not yet. I mean, they, they, they go back to work and the cops show up. They're, you know, looking for Blake or whatever. And. You know, they're like, okay, that's to be expected. Um, So, you know, don't freak out. Wh- whatever. You know, just we'll just keep doing our thing. Like, let them pass. It's 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 to be expected. Right, right. Um, But then we kick in with, like, the, the quirky, like, best friend music. And, like, I was like, what the fuck is going on? 
Fox is like it's like some crazy like friendship song. Ever they're they're putting party hats on each other, and well, then uh, that, that's where we see um, uh, Mullet Man's girlfriend that we never knew existed. Well, you're skipping suddenly in the picture. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. A, a beautiful woman. Hold on, you're skipping the part where you know that music is happening, but like. They're also like killing some random woman in her in her house. It's just, oh, I thought that happened after like, that. No, oh, my bad. first boxes. Yeah, like yeah. So that's, that's right. After he asked when the next one is, there was. You're right. There was the introduction to the music and um, some random girl suddenly just being fucking strangled by box and fucking. Uh, mullet man Nate's just standing there with a crowbar in hand just like watching him do it and like eh, I wonder if I kind of like this and uh, right. you know like you know and he ain't doing anything to stop it so you know like I think he's a curious killer mind I don't know if he's a killer himself yet but like uh, you know it's I mean still he's an accomplice like you want to go by justice standards right 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 uh, uh, but yeah, they're just randomly strangling some chick, which is god awful way to die. So, and God, she looked in terror. <laughs> her eyes were red. They did a really good <laughs> she... job with that makeup. They made her <laughs> she... look like she was like, yeah, yeah. goddamn, totally she looked totally. like she was tormented, to- man. Totally. I, I cannot put my myself in that mind setting right there. Like, oh God, like that's, that's just terrifying. What I love about these Sam Curtin movies so far, man, is like. Both these movies are very real life situation, situational horror. You know what I mean? It, these are all. Very well, I mean, much these kind of movies in general, like, yeah, 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 but, I, I mean, mean, he did a good uh, job at like setting the pace with it, um, with Blood Hunt, and then in this one, you know, just more of the same. Well, the, the, that's kind of, uh, and and ladies and gentlemen, there there was an off screen conversation um, uh, uh, about this that we we were having. Um, and, and not to tell the details of what happened, but I, I, I do want to reiterate what I was saying. The, the reason why I pretty much, uh, liked this movie better than the last was, uh, because to me, it, uh, the, the first one was kind of, uh, a, a jolt into, uh, straight entertainment, uh, of this type. Uh, now that he's established himself, Sam Curtin is uh, expressing more of his creative freedom, and and I, I I see that a lot in this film. Like, it's it's a very different film. It's the same genre, but it's a very different kind of film. Uh, and kudos to that because you made me think that this was a movie that it wasn't. And I was just thrown for a loop. I was like, oh, this has gone a completely <laughs> different direction than I could have ever thought. But yeah, you're right. They, they go and they 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 kill this, they, they strangle this woman and they they, they get into uh, him uh, meeting the family, the family being uh, uh, Nathan's uh, girlfriend. Yeah, they're having a birthday um, party for Nate. It's his birthday. And uh, so it's just like a like a trio now. So it's a uh, box and Nate and uh, the girlfriend. I don't remember her name. Um, and I didn't. I don't either. But she's a very beautiful woman. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember if they said her name. Either way, um, they're partying. And 
No, she had a name. I remember uh, well, box. Well, obviously, she did. I just don't remember what it was. Um, what do you mean? Obviously, there's not there's not character names in every movie. Tracy. Tracy was her name. Because they ca- they Tracy. call her Trace a couple times. That's what it was. Tracy. So Nate ends up passing out, right? Because he's you know, just too drunk or whatever. I seriously so tried? It's just uh, Tracy and Box, and you know he's kind of yeah, talking to her and. She's a little weirded out. She's like, in, you know, she's Not having a conversation with him or whatever. What um, yeah. And she kind of mentions how she's like looking for work. And I thought this was hilarious. Work. He mentions and, uh, to her that there might be an opening at a, at a beauty yeah, salon. Uh, I think there's a hairdresser in town. Job gown. No, I've had it with those places. Because in the beginning, the dude, the, the chick that he followed home from the pharmacy was talking to her mom on the phone about leaving her job at the beauty parlor or the salon, and she wanted to do something different. So he's joking about killing her and knowing that there's a job opening because he murdered her and she doesn't exist anymore. So like, hey, you can go get this job over there. I think they have an opening for, you know, at the, at the beauty salon or whatever. And I was like, that's very fucking like is it satirical or like just like it's just not man. satirical? <laughs> what's the what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. It's not satirical though. <laughs> no, but I, I I know what you're talking about though. Like yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. There's yeah, you're right. There is a but word yeah, no, it was it's just fucked up. It's just like damn, that's fucking it's it's crazy. You're right. Yeah. So she gets up to this, and this is this is the kickoff of like this really weird scene. Um, but again, I think it's just more in the realm of, of uh, character development. Uh, well, no, no let, let, let's elaborate on the fact it was already a little weird because okay, they were they were all partying, right? Like, like we said, party hats and all that shit. They were all getting drunk and shit. And uh, by the end of it, uh, Mullet Man Nate was was passed out, mm-hmm. and it was uh, it, it was left with Box and Tracy, um, and Tracy gave obvious signs of being uncomfortable like okay she's kind of done with the moment and like what's this guy still doing here kind of shit and then box was like sitting there like talking about like hey look at you look at look at your man over there like can't handle his shit (laughs) you know yeah uh you know and like she's just trying to make the time pass so she's like offering him beer or whatever and and they're making conversation but you could tell by her uh by her reactions and stuff like that, that she's very uncomfortable with him being there. And, um, or no, no, he goes to grab another beer. That's what it is. He goes to grab another beer, and by the time he gets back, she's off the couch. And yeah. he's kind of looking at his his partner there, mullet man Nate, who's still passed out, and then he suddenly hears the sound of peeing. Mm-hmm. And that gains his interest. I don't know why, but it gains his interest. And he goes and sneaks up on the uh, on our girl Tracy while she's taking a piss. Um, very awkward scene. <laughs> I don't know why she's pissing with with the door open. This is my thing. Is like, why was she pissing with the door open the with some creep? Too. When some creep is just hanging out at her house, she's already afraid of him. <laughs> you know, I thought the when same you thing think you close and lock the door, but mm-hmm. she's she's pissing with the door wide open, and he's kind of taking a gander. And then the movie cuts straight to uh, 
our our boy Box got a prostitute. It's a flashback. Because it's it's not. How do we know this? Um, you know what? I don't think I, it is. I I think he hired her after the fact. He got off on that girl taking a piss, and then he he he's like, uh, like he goes to wherever he's that's going. That's a great call out. I thought it was a flashback of like. There was I'm no like, indication to me that it was a flashback. Mm, you're no, you're 100 percent correct. I just insinuated that. I just thought that they were showing me. You know, you're gonna have to claim that thing. Part of like who he is, you know. But no, you're you're right. You're right. I, I you I'm gonna side with you on that one. That it's he got off on it and then nah, hired this hooker to to on. reenact the scene. Well, well, yeah, he hired this hooker to get to off, and, and then he couldn't get you're off, right? and she's all okay. What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> Just she's stop like, it. come on, I'm on the clock. Yeah, yeah. But and he goes, he goes, I, I don't know what's wrong. He's like, uh, uh, all right, you know, I want you to get on the toilet. Where's the toilet? Just over there, hon. I'll be here when you get out. Nah, I want you on the toilet. That stuff's extra, you know. Sit on it. Piss. And she's all, okay. That stuff is going to cost you something extra. <laughs> she's all, no, I want you to go on the toilet to take a piss. And so she she's like, okay. So she goes and she takes a piss and he finishes himself. <laughs> Which, okay. Like, uh, obviously something about uh, Tracy taking a piss turned him on. I don't know if it was Tracy or herself or just the fact that she was taking a piss, but both, somehow maybe. that triggered his, yeah. his brain. Uh, we don't try to explain how his brain works. I mean, he's a maniac. No. Yeah, That's the 100%. whole point of this, right? Yeah. I forgot where it went from there, to be honest with you. Um, so he's in the bathroom himself at work now, right? And uh, he's, you know, he comes out and he's talking to um, Nate and he's like, you know, what's up? What's, what's up with, with after work? And Nate's like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm picking up some hours um, to clean out some gutters or whatever. Um, so I can't hang out. And then he's, you know, then it cuts to nathan at this old lady's house and he's helping clean the gutters and stuff and she's like oh you know it's so nice to have a man around the house again and he's like oh i guess her name is like mrs henderson he's he's like where's mr henderson and she's like oh he went to korea and i was like he just went to korea by himself like that's weird but whatever you know um and then like we, I didn't think that was weird. I thought maybe it was just a job, you know, like I know people I to know, do that, a you know, bit older. I get retirement vibes from them, but yeah, well, no, right. she's older. It doesn't mean that he was because yeah, we never met true. Mr. Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. Wink. So <laughs> um, he leaves there and he goes home. And when he pulls up, he sees Box's car in the driveway. 
And then he walks into the house and there's Box in his living room watching TV, eating a plate of wings. Like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? So this is where Tracy comes out and she's like, hey, I need to talk to you like right now. And he's like, okay, what's up? And she's like, he needs to leave. Like, I don't want him here anymore. And and uh, Nate's like, anymore? Like, how long has he been here? And she's like, fucking a long time. Like, waiting for you creeps me out. I don't, I don't want him here. Like, fucking get rid of him. I think she specifically said he never left. Well, yeah, he showed up and he just never left. He's been waiting for Nate to come home. So he kicks him out and, you know. Uh, box is like i get it like if i i think what his exact words were were like uh if i had a slice like that waiting for me at home i'd kick me out too you know nathan and tracy have a conversation in bed and tracy's like what's up with this dude because like i get weird vibes from him i try to talk to him he doesn't answer my questions um you know what's his family situation and nate's like i don't think he has any and he's never talked about him i've never seen anybody and She's like, well, I hope he doesn't think that, like, we're his family because he creeps me out. You know, she's like, let's just like, let's just have you keep him your work friend. And, you know, like kind of insinuating that, like, I don't want to be around this guy ever again. You know, it's too too much of a creeper. Yeah, she wasn't in any right or any wrong way uh, being a bitch. She was just kind of like concerned for the kind of friendship that was going on there at the same time she and, and she even emphasized on the fact like she's all like uh, that she's sympathetic to you know people that need people and stuff but we're not his family right yeah so cut to like um the next oh i think uh before box left he looked up at nate and he was like tomorrow 9 a.m be ready but like in a more serious tone so then it cuts to the next day and they're driving out to the country somewhere and we pull up on this house and they walk in and the house is empty right there's there's like barely maybe a couple pieces of furniture but it's all wooden creaky worn down and they walk into this room and there's a big like chest on the floor like a big like foot locker there's a box in Box's house. Oh, shit. It's box. a box within a box within another box. A box. It's like box inception. <laughs> it's like one of those Russian dolls where you just keep all the Russian nesting dolls. Australian boxing <laughs> dolls. I don't know. <laughs> Australian murder boxes. There you go. Really off scene, too. I, I must say, I did not expect that at all. So they're staring. At he this. had a conversation with them too about uh, Ms. Henderson, uh, right, right before, right, and then. Well, yeah. So, so, um, oh, as he was walking in, because he was asking him about his side job, and he's like, "Yeah, um, you know, how, how is Mrs. Henderson? Does she still think that her husband's in Korea? Like the dude died or whatever?" And and Nate's like, "Do yeah, they yeah, still yeah, know Bigfoot?" Just, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're as old as us, you know what I'm referencing. Come on, Paul. Um, Strange Wilderness? No, no, no. <laughs> That's a good movie. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Harry and the Henderson. Uh, dude, it? I saw that movie at Nothing Universal Studios when my mom was little project I've been working on. I was in yeah. love with that movie, man. I fucking loved it. Yeah. That's yeah, what I, I had a whole 
Anyway, so they're staring at this Foot Locker, and, you know, Box is like, yeah, it's a little experiment I'm working on. And Nate's like, I don't, I don't get it. It's just, you know, like, what is this? And, and Box tells uh, him, what is it? just listen. Shh. And he goes real quiet. Listen. starts to move and then him, you yeah? get the impression that nah, someone's in there this one's special Trust and when he opens me, it yeah, when box opens the footlocker he's throwing oh, raw meat in word. there he dumps he water do? in there That's and then the he opens it up Isn't it and what was in there mr henderson mr henderson was in there blindfolded How old disoriented who know. knows how long he's who been in there and I don't think well, it was even asked, like, how, how long has he been here? What the fuck? Like, he... And yeah, I think Box was like... Who the fuck cares? Do I don't know. Yeah, he's I'm like, I don't know who the fuck he cares. But they never really said what the experiment was for. Like, like what was he... I don't... I, at least I didn't get it. Like, what was he doing with him in the box like that? I don't think even Box knew what he was doing. Hmm. I think that that was what was displayed there because he just he was like I don't know, but some people he just didn't kill. Yeah, I, and I guess that's that's it. Like, be it just a kidnapping situation, but like, fuck, I, you know, I think it's a. Uh, I think the reason he let him in on it was like he's trying to test the boundaries with Nathan, like. Okay, we're we're murder friends, but like, how, he's like, trying to create an absolute bond. If I if I show you my deepest darkest darkest secrets, they have to be sacred to you. Yeah, I think it's like, hey, okay, we smoked weed together. That's cool. We're gonna be weed smoking buddies. But then, like, are you also down to like do cocaine off my dick? You know what I mean? Like, I'm more. I know what kind of parties you're going to, man? <laughs> nah, just kidding. I am more evolved in my perv, my perversionness, or my murderousness than you are. But like, I'm only, I'm giving it to you in small chunks because I don't know how down you are in that sense, right? So like, let me kind of 
feed you a little bit at a time, right? So we start with the murdering shit, um, breaking into that woman's house and killing her. And then, hey, I've got Mr. Henderson in a box, you know, okay. He's okay with that. And then we cut to this next scene. We cut to this next scene um, where they show up to this, like, wilderness park. And this man and this woman are out there with their tent and their chairs and they're just chilling. And fucking Box pulls out a rifle and um, Nathan's like, what are we even doing here? And he's like, you know, check it out. Like, there's a live game out there. Let's let's go. So they come up on this couple and the wife sees them coming and she's like, oh, my God, they got a gun. And the dude's like, hey. Yeah, he's all afraid. What, what the fuck is that? You see these two people and shit like that. And as they, where do they go? And they're like, where do they go? They, they, they come out from the bushes. Um, and, and like, yeah, they got a gun. And she's like, they got a gun. Like, yeah, and the husband's like, hey, you guys know you can't hunt here, right? It's a national park. And, and Box is like, no, 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 we're not hunting. It's, uh, we're, we're doing pest control. I, 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 uh, I kill him and he bags him. And they're like, well, you know, we're, we're hunting for wildcats and yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, then he, then he ends up, you know, pulling the gun on the wife and he's like, that, you know, that's, that's the kind of my segue here or something like that. (laughs) Hold on. I I wrote it down because I I did. I love the line. (laughs) Oh, that's not it. Hold on. (laughs) Give me a second. Uh, He, uh, he he tells them specifically uh just the kind of pussy i've been looking for mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he's calling them both pussies holding them up at gunpoint uh he he uh makes the woman uh tie her man up and um and what he's do from there paul he ends up shooting her he shoots Fuck her gut shot, like not even a quick shot. Just like ah, I'm gonna fucking let her fucking suffer, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so actually, the same shot as the as Claire took on on the first movie. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. I uh, don't know if that was a throwback either, but like you know, it, it, it's kind of relevant. It's, it's funny. Yeah. So, uh, she she's laying there and she's like uh, gasping and. Uh, you know, and and he's just uh, basically tied up. He he's like laying down, and he's he's watching her die slowly. Um, well, no, uh, he shot him. Uh, he shot her again. Remember, because all the blood went up on the. Her oh yeah, face. yeah, and then and then well, he was telling them too. He's all like, you know, I'll get, I'll give you, I'll give you up until the time that she dies, or he. What, what did he say? If she lives. For X amount of time, and she lives uh, through that wound. I'll let you go free, or something, something like that. Or if she dies within the next, I don't know. He's he's playing some sick game, and uh, either way, he's uh, how about this? I'll just count to ten, and then he just blows her away. Yeah, and then fucking. <laughs> They don't show it, but like you know, you just see this splatter of blood like all over her husband. He's <laughs> well, he well, he even they even told him he's I wanted to see what a fucking uh, what a bitch you are before she dies. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing you sob like a little bitch or some shit like that. Yeah. 
Uh, it was a dark moment for that movie. I, I actually really well, enjoyed that scene. Well, it gets a little bit darker, right? Because um, so so the husband's still alive. Face. So Box tells you Nate, like, all right, your turn, bro. Like, kill this fucker. So then Nate pulls out a knife and just starts going to town on you the dude and ends up murdering you. him. And when you he gets up, he's looking at Box, no, and then he looks past Box. And what does he see? He sees that oh, this kid just walked. You're right, yeah. Okay, the hiker. Thing. Just happens to be walking up and Boy, just like, what? <laughs> so this is, I don't know, he's probably like 14, White. right? He's just standing there frozen, mm -hmm. like, what the fuck did I just watch? And he's watching these guys, like, contemplate Enjoy. what they're going to do with him. And Box is like, all right, bro, this is where you step up. Like, show me how down you are. And he hands the rifle to, to Nate. And Nate pulls it on the teenager and he's standing there like, what am I going to do? You know, there's a moment of contemplation. And I honestly believed, I honestly believed that Nate was going to turn the gun on box and shoot him. And just as I was like finishing that thought and typing that in my note. Fucking Nate kills the kid. And I was like, oh, shit. That's insane. Now, now, mullet head Nate is in too deep. And not even in the way that he was enjoying it in the beginning. Nate enjoyed the killing when they killed Blake because it was revengeful, right? Like, this guy fucked me over. I'm going to fuck him over. He beat the shit out of me. I'm going to kill this guy. But everything that's transpired since has not been settling right with Nate. Right when they're choking that chick out in the house, Nate Nate's doing the lookout and like you can tell he's a little bit uncomfortable. The fact that he had uh, Mr. Henderson in a box, he was like, dude, what the fuck is this? They pull up on strangers and murder them in the park. He's like, I don't even know these people. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? And then now he's like murdering kids because he probably felt like if I don't murder this kid, this guy's going to murder me. I think uh, that and then in in the logistical way of things he's like ah fuck i gotta kill him because he just seen us do this and he's seen me specifically stab this motherfucker to death yeah so yeah yeah i think he just uh squeezed the trigger popped off the kid so box brings nate back to the house and nate's like dude i i can't like you're on a whole different level than me i don't enjoy i didn't enjoy any of this like I, I'm not doing this with you anymore. Like I'm, I'm He's like, done. You made me you. kill a kid. I, I don't want any part of this. Fuck you. Blah blah blah. Right. Um. Uh, yeah. But, but Box I mean, is quick to be like, dude. You can't just switch this off. I remember him saying not, that. Not just it's that. Not a switch. Not like, just you, that. You can't just turn it off. Yeah. Not just that. But he's like justifying his actions, right? He's like, look at me, and look at the way that people look at me. Nobody gives a fuck about me and I don't give a fuck about them. So like I'm like I'm going to keep doing my thing and you are too far in with me to just give it up. Like you can't just walk away. And Nate's like, "No, dude, I'm done." And then like like a little bitch, Box is like, well, "What do you think your girlfriend's going to say when I tell her?" And it's like, "Ah, oh, come on, bro. Really? You're going to bring other people into this?" And that's how Nate was too. He's like, "Dude, don't bring her. Don't even say her name." 
You know, hate like, to say, man, I was siding with Box on this one. <sighs> That's a bitch move, dude. No, there, there was nothing, bitch. He's like, he's like, basically, I invited you to my deepest, darkest secret, and you were down, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you have a heart. It's not, yeah, I get it, and I see where Nate's coming from, too, and I think if I'm Nate, I would argue, it's not that I have a heart, or it's not that I'm not the same person you thought I was, or whatever, it's just that we're on two different levels. You know what I mean? You're you're trying to go pro and I'm I just I'm amateur. I you know, if we were if we were playing basketball or whatever, you're you're trying to be Michael Jordan and I'm just a guy I don't who think likes there's to go any outside. When it comes I just, to murder, I'm just, dude. I just I'm just if a guy you're a killer, you're just hoops. a killer and shit. I, I think that's what fucking that this is I think this is the where our roads you're you're my road no, to start parting ways. Okay, and I'll, I'll say it again because I think in every scene that we've seen hereafter where they've murdered somebody, Nath has been uncomfortable in all of those situations, which leads me to believe that like he's not the same type of killer that boxes. But he never stopped him either. It's true. No, you're absolutely right. I think what the 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 word of uh, what a box is trying to tell him is that once a killer, always a killer. It doesn't matter who you kill, what what you do. Uh, there's no justifiable reason for your actions. You are just a plain murderer. Um, and I think uh, Mullet Head Nate wanted was to pick and choose his murders, and that that's what made them uh, indifferent. And uh, that that's where the separation of their friendship happened right then and there. Right. And you're right. It was a bitch move for a box to be like, "Well, wait till your girlfriend hears about all of the, all this." Uh, and but he didn't go straight that direction yet. No, they right? went. So I, they go back to work, right? Um, and box is having a hard time of it, right? He's he's super pissed off that he lost his friend. He's super pissed off that he's exposed himself in that way. And he feels I've been there, violated. done that. Like when you had a job that you really liked, you know, fucking. You've been working like for X amount of years and shit like that. You, you've been pushing hard, and now everything's just uncomfortable. God yeah. damn. Yeah. And so he's trying to get his shit together at work, and it's not working out, and he ends up getting fired. And he's just yes, he's sir. Such a, he's just such yeah. A, <laughs> Wait, what he tell his boss? Yeah, his boss was like, "What the fuck? That those pigs were supposed to be dead like three days ago and shit." Like he's, "Oh, you want this pig dead?" And he fucking grabs it and fucking slams it against the wall and shit, and splatters yeah. it. <laughs> so there's there's your dead pig. He's yeah. all, "Get the fuck out of my place and shit." Yeah. So like, yeah, he just went soaring and shit like he's that. He's just in a little and, bit of a downward spiral at this point, mm, right? And, uh, th- and this is where I I meant to explain the the whole the whole um, uh, Sam Curtin point of view of 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 crime interest and shit because uh, the, the reason uh, the reason I bring that up is because um, uh, every serial killer goes through a, a berserker mode. We had already seen that happen, uh, and for for um. For our boy Box, it was uh, the 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 incoming new partner killer and shit, and so they went on this killing spree, and now his partner is disagreeing with him on that. It's just spiraling, like you said, spiraling everything out of control. Yeah. 
So and so he loses his job. He he starts walking out all pissed off. He gets and thrown shit. out. Yep. And then takes he goes, off his little fucking shower cap thing, throws <laughs> it on the ground and shit, and fucking goes wandering off like a big fucking retard kid. I'm sorry. That might be insensitive to those listening. <laughs> But that's what it looked like. <laughs> and he goes straight. He goes straight to Nate's house where Tracy is, and she's chilling on the couch. Didn't see TV. that one coming. And he's at the door. And remember, Tracy didn't want him back at the house anymore. So she opens the door, and she's like, she's like she tries up? every like, excuse up, to piss him off, or not piss him off, send him like, away, piss off. Yeah, piss off kind of thing. She's like, right? she's, she's like, like, Nate's not here. Oh, he's, you know, your boy's not here yet. And he's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's taking a longer day. He told me to meet him here. She lets him in, and she's like reluctant too. She's just like, ah, all right, yeah. So she's, you know, she's like, you want a beer? And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. She tries having conversation with him. He's not responding. She's like, even that. I think she in. was just like, I, I'll do whatever I can for you. Just don't fucking talk to me. Like, do, do you want a beer? Yeah, get me one. You know, she goes and gets someone. Yeah, you're right. It, it was like that. She she mentions to him as they're sitting that she got the job at the salon, just like he said it was available. She it was, and she got it. Um, but he's still not really engaging her. And then, you know, she's asking him about work and he's like, oh, it's all right. And then he's like, oh, you know what? He's like, to be honest, I, I got it. You know, I, let me tell you something. And then he proceeds to tell her about how he got fired. And this is where he starts to get really passionate about um, that place. And he's like, I've been there since I was 15 and it's the only thing I know. And he's like, killing is the only thing that I know. And he's like, He's talking about how, like, when he's not there, he misses it, right? So it's just like, it's. I mean, we're not hearing anything we don't already know about Box and and his his persona, and so she's getting Maybe. creeped out again. She's like, uh, "I'm gonna go check on the food," and he's like, "Yeah, you go do right. that." And you go do that. We cut to Nate coming back to the house. He pulls up into the driveway, comes in the house. House is empty. It's quiet. There's the wine glass that Tracy was drinking out of is broken on the floor in the kitchen. All the lights are off. So he's like going through the house. He's calling for her. And eventually he gets to the bathroom. And when he gets in the bathroom, what does he find? Why? It's Tracy's dead body, of course. All just gutted, mangled. Up. But they, they didn't really show it, but like, they just, I mean, it, there wasn't much to show there. There, it was just a bloody mess. Yeah. Um, and he saw his uh, girlfriend in this state, and there was a message written on the shower wall. It said slaughterhouse. So he knew where to go. He, he knew, knew where exactly to go where from to there. Go. I'm gonna say this before we get to the next sequence. I'm sorry. But I believe our girl Tracy had it coming anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Why. Come on, yeah, I, I did. I, I have my heart out for Box, but Box is uh, Box is just doing what he knows how to do and shit. You're you're now egging him on and shit. You know what the fuck you're doing. Your problem was you should have just fucking said, well, you know, come back when when he's back. If you're so fucking scared of the dude, don't fucking let him in. Yeah, Stupid. True. You're stupid. Yeah, true. And at the same time, dude, like, uh, 
she was kind of a snooty one anyways. Yeah, a little I mean, bit. When, you, when you mix the troll of the village with the snooty one, you don't get a good outcome. <laughs> so Nate shows up to the slaughterhouse. He sees, uh, I almost called him Balrog. He sees uh, Box's car, so he lights the thing on fire. To me, I took it as like, I'm not going to let this motherfucker get away, so I'm going to burn his car. And he walks into the slaughterhouse, and he's walking around, and he's, you know, looking for Box. And we hear Box over the PA system, and he's, and he's That was a cool him, sequence. I really like that. Yeah. He's just taunting him the whole time over the PA. Yeah, you know, and, the, and and he's building up to something, right? And he's talking about um, Tracy's last moment. Tell you why I did it. Yeah. He's just like whispering shit, like over the PA, which is a little ironic, anyways. But yeah. So he's building up to 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 Nate, what he did and, and why he did it to Tracy. And then what he found out when he opened her up and gutted her like a fish, I think was kind of the sentiment he was trying to relay. That's exactly what he said. I don't think it was a sentiment. I think it was like exactly word for word. There you go. So I hooked her like a fish and shit. I gutted her like a fish. And what did he find and out when he did what that? Did you, he's all, what did I find? I don't know the words he chose, but I know what he found. She was pregnant. Claire's baby. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, Tracy's baby. <laughs> ah. Back to you, Mr. Curtain and the Grapes. Close. Oh, uh, Drapes. Drapes, right. <laughs> so we find That's out. right. I guess she was pregnant. So she was pregnant. And Damn, what a way to find out, too. It's like, uh, uh, guess what? I found out your girl was pregnant when I ripped her open. It's gross. It's like, it was like science, uh, junior high when you had to dissect the frog, and sometimes you get a pregnant one. It's gross. So, here, okay, here's something that happens that uh, kind of reminded me of our conversation related to Blood Hunt. Uh, Box comes up behind Nathan, gets the jump on him. Oh, that was scary. That, dude, like, if anything in this movie was scary, that moment, I was like, oh, oof, unsettling. He was even wearing black, just just, uh, just mm -hmm. to blend in with the darkness. Mm -hmm. So, So he's got Nate kind of knocked out and he pulls that air gun out that they're used to kill the animals puts it right to his temple and then hesitates and he doesn't pull the trigger it's his best friend bro and it reminded me of our conversation with blood hunt where like when they kill when when uh dean killed the balrog you're like fucking just get it over with and just do it but then in the end when dean killed um what the fuck was his name? Um, Nuck. And he just got to it. You're like, oh, you should have drawn it out. And we had that conversation about like, no, just just fucking just get it over with. Right. Because you never know when someone's going to break free of their chains or uh, of their restraints or whatever. Right. So yeah, if somebody's in cap, take them out quickly. 
So, so here you we, don't have to fight him again. So here we are here. He doesn't pull the trigger on the gun and he goes to black and it But comes that's up. different. Box knows he can dominate this guy. I mean, look at the size oh, of him. Come okay, on. Okay. Okay, fine. Fine. I'll give you that. But what happens? Fucking Nathan wakes up. He's chained up in the house where they have Mr. Henderson in the locker. And we see the locker is empty. And then Nate looks back and he sees Box just like fucking going to town on someone on the floor. Presumably Mr. Henderson. And he gets up and he tries to run away. But Box ends up like pulling the chain back and knocking him down. And so they get into a little bit of a tussle on the ground. And now uh, Nate takes this big ass fucking fish hook and puts it into Box's shoulder, right? And so incapacitates him. They both fall back. Nate mm-hmm. is behind Box, so he takes the slack of the chain and puts it around Box's neck and starts to choke the shit out of him until he fucking dies. Very That's good. why he should have just fucking killed him when he had the chance. It's like the villain in any fucking like cartoon telling, you know, the hero his master plan when he's got them all tied up, thinking like, oh, I'm just gonna your typical you James was... Bond villain, yeah, like, oh, this is what I was gonna do, Mister Bond. Yeah, because <laughs> you're about to die. I was gonna then, fuck like... your wife and then take your kids and then make Christmas turn into nuclear holocaust. And... <laughs> I'm only telling you because you're about to die, but then you bust it out of your chains. What? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. We wouldn't have had this kick-ass ending to this movie if that wasn't the case. But like, it just reminded me of that conversation. Um, but yeah, no. So you know, um, just like with Blood Hunt, as soon as he's done choking Box, it just goes to black and roll credits. The movie's over. That's it. Just be done. Oh with no, it. no 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 no. There's one little bit. Uh, okay. I don't know how it it went from this. I, in, in fact, I don't even know how they wound up at Box's house. It went somehow from the slaughterhouse to Box's house. Well, I'm, I, it's insinuated that Box took him there because he... Presumably... Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, while well, he was knocked out. Okay, so he had woken up in Box's house. Yeah. We forgot to reiterate. Now, he got to that basement level where the Box was in Box's house. Well, it wasn't a basement. It was just a room in the house. On well, the first whatever floor. the case may be, then he went to that box that Mr. Henderson was in and who was in that box. Nobody. Uh, no, no, no. Our buddy Nathan, Mullethead Nathan, went to the box. Who was in the box? There was somebody there. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Okay. <clears throat> so when Nate woke up, there was nobody in the box. That's why when he turned backwards and he saw Box stabbing somebody, we assume he's killing Box the person, not to be confused with the box. No, no, no. no. <laughs> hold, hold on. Let me, let me for the audience. Let, let me, me lay this out. So so Nathan wakes up. He walks over to the footlocker. It's empty. He looks back and he sees box the person just multiple stabbing somebody so it's insinuated that box is killing mr henderson so then they get into this fight this tussle fucking nate ends up killing him and then it fades to black 
But I think the part that I miss, which is the part that you're trying to get me to remember, is that when it comes out of the fade to black, we see um, kind of a panning out. The box. What's in the, the box? Locker What's in the with box? With the lock on it. And um, there's somebody inside the footlocker now, which when it pops open, who's in it? Box. Box. Box is in the box within the box in the box of the movie. <laughs> box. There's too many boxes. What now, the fuck? Now, here's the part that you miss, right? Because there's an after credit scene, right? So all the credits roll, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody walks over to the footlocker with a crowbar goes to pop the lock and then it just goes to black. So somebody gets him out. And I was like, uh, who the fuck oh, is at that? At some point the box is going to return for more boxes. Well, I was curious to know who that was. Who else would it be? These are the only two people that we know were Who was the guy holding the crowbar earlier in the movie? I'll tell you who. Well, uh, I'll I'll read. I, I had to look it up, and um, I'll read it to you. A post-credit scene hints at a connection to Blood Hunt, where a man in the same clothes as the psychotic killer Nuck is seen in. Both films were directed by Sam Curtin. The role is uncredited. So, someone wearing the same clothes as Nuck from Blood Hunt comes and opens the box in that after-credits uh, scene. So it's insinuated that this is prequel, same universe, as I said before, mm-hmm. by the way, mm-hmm. what these people tend to do. Uh, this is prequel to um, Blood Hunt. Blood Hunt. Mm-hmm. Again, not also not being uh, in the sequel range because, again, not the same kind of movie at all. It's and I, I don't even think it claims to be, but I'm I'm just saying uh, a good way to segue that. So I'll give him that much. Yeah. Well, what the fuck would uh would would our boy uh knock 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 yeah want to like do with bo- this is our weird fucking name knock and box. I like it. I like it. It's different. Well, let's hope both characters make an appearance in something else. Well, we still have one more movie, so we'll see. We'll see. And <laughs> thank you again, Mr. Mr. Sam Curtin, for delivering the, the drapes. I mean the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Our direction. No. It it so far it's been a blast. Yeah. I can't uh, wait to see what the next one has to hold. I know in the um same off uh mic conversation you were referencing earlier, um you mentioned you like this one better than Blood Hunt. I was of the opposite opinion. I think um so far the order goes one, two for me. Um, just because um, you know, I think it's just the pacing for me. But you know what it's crazy is You're a guy about the quick horror. There's nothing no, wrong with that. That's not good. That's good not too. necessarily. Um I think uh, here, here's the thing. I think it's just a matter of it's just a byproduct of circumstance. I think I started watching this movie um, you know, on my couch late at night, you know, kind of getting dozy here and there. Um, so, you know, I, I, I never know if like, did I fall asleep? Cause it's boring. Like, I'm not saying I fell asleep during this movie, but like, I don't know. Um, but when we do these 
dissections and these walkthroughs, like I always gain a deeper respect for the movies and I come out of it feeling much better about them. So that's actually a really good thing. No, hundred yeah, I mean, percent. And I, and yeah, I, yeah, you know, and and now I could see. I, I actually, I, I could see a lot, like, uh, why we have uh people who uh like to to uh uh to network with us because you know, um, basically we're we're offering um the spotlight to those that have not had the spotlight given to them right i mean yeah and in the end of the day this is somebody's hard work that we're um that that we're we're bringing out to the open uh, regardless uh how many people we have following our podcast or not um we we have people who uh enjoy what doing what they're doing and there are people like you and i that are willing to uh help um uh see these uh see what what what's offered other than like the the big hollywood budgeted films and stuff you know um and to that and and for us uh what serves a good purpose is is just the fact that we get to visualize something new and unexpected uh, from the norm, uh, societal norm uh, of things and stuff. And now we, we've hit an era where, where horror is no longer just a closet item. It's an actual cult following. And... I embrace it. I'm glad. I am so glad that there's a subculture now that's kind of making their way up to the top and stuff. I'm not one to say like, oh, I was the first one to watch that. Now everybody's on it and shit like that. Like, it, it, I'm glad that these movies are being recognized. And that's what we're, that's what we do here. You know, yeah. we, we try to watch something new, something, something fresh that most people don't really get a perspective on. It doesn't have to be like I don't mean new by by just newer film, just just new as in uh, most people have not given these kind of films credit, you know. Yeah, so, I gotcha. Uh, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the greatest purposes of Mutant City Horror and stuff. We like to embrace serving the people. We're ser- we're, we're, yeah, we're serving the subculture, man. We're we're giving you, we're feeding you, we're feeding you, we're 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 feeding the, uh, the uh, the machine of up and coming horror. Yeah, and this is this is for you. This is for the new generation. Just like the Wu Tang Clan always said, right? Wu Tang is for the babies. <laughs> we're educating the new the nuance. Very true. Uh, we're 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 not letting that horror flag die. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I like All it. All right, man. Yeah, these were good. I can't wait to for the next one, and uh, I'm super yeah, stoked. I can't wait to wrap it up. I can't yeah. wait to to meet meet everybody aboard these projects, man. It's gonna yeah. be a fucking blast. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> nice. Check us out on Instagram at Mutant City Horror. Email the show, mutantcityhorror at gmail.com. And if you know us in real life, just hit us up. Hit us up. All right, Matthew. Love you guys. 
Have a good night, Til you, my one, friend. Till the next one. All right, dude. Later. All right. Mutant City Horror, signing out. <laughs> Later. Peace.